I know it's not quite the same, but they can still put the same yellow piss jelly butter on it, and you'll never know the difference. You were born in... Let me pull it up. Oh, he di- oh shit, he died. Sorry. Just animated dick and balls. Ah, quit looking so hot, dude. I know when to fold them. This is one of those times where I'm gonna fold it up and throw it away. Soap dropping, shower, bend over, and here I come. Next up, Eugene will be watching Song of the South. So I have these uh, veggie or plant-based hot sausages. To, oh, your audio is shit. Oh. Are you sure you're on your right mic? Yep. Blue Snowball rocking and rolling. It's probably the uh, lack of good internet connection, I guess. I, you're... I mean, you're, 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 your face is up close, personal, and in glorious HD. I can't change it. I can't make it back out any further. Oh, you... You look like an 8-bit video game. Just uh, pixelated and blocky and and jerky and... That's what I we'll feel like ahead. every day. We'll just go ahead and blame that on your your internet. Eh. Oh, let's see here. Okay, what were you saying? Sorry. You... Oh, I got this plant-based sausages that I got for... Uh, just to, for Lent, which is Friday, so I don't eat meat. And um, um, last night, uh, we I was going to get some takeout, uh, some takeout with seafood in it. And um, the, the restaurant I called, I'm like, oh, no, they don't, like, very, 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 very broken English. And I'm like, it's, you know, Thai curry uh, seafood. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, I mean, I'm like, oh, sh- oh, she doesn't understand. And I'm like, this isn't going to happen. This is this is not going to happen. So I just said, thanks anyway. And, and then I... Like, okay, Aladdin's it is, which is a Mediterranean, uh, Middle Eastern restaurant. And I'm like, uh, kebabs and whatever else. I'm like, with the, uh, not eating the meat thing is simply not going to happen because Joni went out for a little block, well, by block party, but like a couple women got out, went outside in our cul-de-sac and were six feet apart from each other on lawn chairs, sitting in a circle drinking margaritas. Um, and so, anyway, so then I cheated last night. So then today for breakfast and lunch, I uh, I abstained from meat. And so I ate this plant-based sausage link. And basically, the whole story comes down to the fact that I've had really, really just awful farts because of <laughs> <laughs> Great. So it's it's my penance, I guess, is kind of what the whole... It's, that's, the, that's the punchline. The punchline is... is yeah, plant-based hot sausages are delicious, but ooh, deadly. Yes, sounds deadly. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are delicious, um, and they should be for what I paid for those dumb things. <laughs> so, anyway, oh, that felt like a complete waste of time telling the story. But that, probably the best part of that whole story was my wife's block party outside drinking margaritas, and she stumbled home, and I'm, as soon as she came inside, I'm like. Oh no! Oh, they were, they were enablers. They were enablers. I could, and I knew it. I knew it. I like. She came home like I thought. This was gonna be like maybe forty-five minutes. Just how's everybody doing? And two hours later, she comes stumbling in. I'm like, oh, here we go. 
And, so know. is she part of the neighborhood mom group? Uh-huh. Well, con- yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah, I guess. I mean, she, especially in this, in this crazy time that we live in now, I mean, I think she just wanted to just everybody stay connected and does anybody need anything? How's everybody doing? Well, that turned into a margarita party. <laughs> And one picture down then, um, the one lady was like, she got her husband bring out another picture. And Joni hadn't eaten anything since like 11.30. And so picture number two came out. And I mean, they, this is good tequila, I guess, from what I, what she was saying. But he immediately went to her and filled up her glass. Like, and so she was like, I couldn't say no. And she's like, I didn't want to be the one that like, oh, I got to go home now. Because, you know, I feel like we're kind of the ones here that, that are the, Oh, they think they're better than, you know, whatever. And so, oh, okay. Um, so she stuck it out. I mean, she came home just freezing cold and drunk. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, and I was, and I knew, I'm like, I'm going to watch the hunt tonight. And so I can take care of these obnoxious kids and I can feed them and bathe them. And I don't care because at nine o'clock, I'm watching the hunt. And I watched the hunt. Review following soon. Oh, good. I want to. I want to hear about it because I've heard some mixed uh, mixed thoughts there. Oh, I've got. I've got thoughts. <laughs> and my kids have just been absolutely climbing the walls today because it was seventy degrees yesterday, and today it's thirty degrees, and they are. <sighs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Wife's not feeling good, so I'm trying to keep them out of her hair. And finally, I was just like, "Go upstairs. You guys have been in front of the TV for a day and a half." And Minecraft, I bought them the full version of Minecraft. That's where they've been. I was like, uh-huh. if there's any attitudes, when I tell you to turn it off, I will get rid of it. So, and so every time I'm like, okay, guys, you've been playing for a while. Time to take a break. Oh, oh. And it's like, oh, are you going to give me attitude? Because I'll take it away forever. Stomp, 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 stomp. And yeah. Uh-huh. So they've been upstairs for a while, and now they're ready to come downstairs. But my wife just came down and... Is you know she wants to watch TV, and she doesn't feel good. So I'm like, just get out of here. There's even video games they can play upstairs uh, on the, in the spare room. It's like it's a Super Nintendo and Nintendo 64 and Mario Kart and Smash Brothers. Like, just get out of here. Yeah. Um. So everybody's getting a little stir crazy with the uh, quarantining, and um, I'm not. I'm good. But can I just just ch- everybody chill? Just chill. You don't have to be running around and screaming and cannonballing off the bed. That's what it sounds like they're doing upstairs, you know? Just I'm boom. Yeah. Like, I, I'm and I'm over here just wishing that these cats would would grow some balls and scratch these kids. I mean, they're so rough on these cats. I'm like, cats, you have my full blessing to just scratch the living hell out of these kids if they keep up, up with this. Cause I, I wouldn't take it if I were a cat. Oh, just oh it's it's like they're little toys. I'm like they're they're not toys. Okay. But anyway, um, I was going to say something else about the kids bouncing off the walls. But yeah, because it's it's same here. It, they're just. <sighs> mm-hmm. I totally and... understand. I totally understand. Oh. Uh, hang on a sec. Hey, honey, when you go up, you can send send the boys down. Tell them to come to the window. I want to talk to them. We just, like, I literally, I would have actually been ready ready to record a little bit earlier, but we had to have the family meeting because I'm like, okay, now I'm tired of them wasting shit, and meh, I don't want crust on my sandwich, and I'm, like, continually using Kleenexes for, like, 
grab a Kleenex, wipe, wipe, throw away. Oh, I'm one, like, no, 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 one, no, no. one wipe, and yeah. in the trash it goes. Yep. I'm like, no, no, this is officially over. Like, we are not living in in consumerism America and times anymore. Now, things are different, so we are going to be different in this house. So, right. uh, Oh, and with, with my kids, it's the milk. Uh, Corbin comes down, gets himself a full bowl of cereal with a full, like, fills it all the way up with milk, eats half of it, puts the rest oh. on the floor for the dogs. And I just... That shit's over. Milk is expensive. Yes, it is. You've got to stop. And, you know, every other hour, can I have a glass of milk? And I'll pour him a little one, this big. And he'll drink half of it, put the rest on the counter. Oh, it just oh. irritates me. So now it's, no, you can't have milk. Yeah. Sorry. Drink water. Yep. I'm sick of you wasting it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, but, sure that, I'm sure that you and I were probably like this, too, when we were their age, as far as, like, just being hogs and eat but i mean i don't know about your kids but my kids eat they're just hungry all the time and i'm guessing that's they're growing boys whatever but it's like good lord we buy so many snacks and it's just, it just feels like a money pit for the for the cheeses <laughs> you know cheeses and ruffles and just garbage yeah well with uh not so much with holden right now but with corbin i've been trying to break him of that because he's doing something that Addie did when she was real young too which is you make him dinner, even if it's something little like, here's a grilled cheese sandwich. He eats maybe half of it. I'm full. I don't want any more. And then 15 minutes later, I need a snack. I'm hungry. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just drives me up the wall. It's like, no, we're not doing that anymore. I, and now I've started telling him, I, I started doing what my parents did, which is, and I don't remember us having that many snacks around. No, I, but we didn't. But, uh, I do remember that. I didn't finish my dinner one time and they were trying to break me of that, I guess. And so they said, well, we'll just save it for the next time you're hungry. And the next morning I had meatloaf and peas and mashed potatoes for breakfast. And that's, it that's was awful. Good. Yeah. yeah. And it was awful. And so that's what I keep trying to tell them. You, when it's dinner time, you eat yeah, and you're done. We don't, I, they, 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 yeah. just constant snacking and snack bowls all over the house and it, same thing. Same, same here. Yeah, I mean, we, if you would know how much money I've spent on Cheez-Its in the past year, I, and they're, for what it's worth, they're delicious. I get, I, I get it. They're delicious. I love them. And I eat like out of, uh, out of maybe four boxes, I might have maybe 10 little Cheez-Its. But these kids, they just, I mean, it's, it's like I, it's like I'm pouring Cheez-Its into a slop trough. And just, I, see, I remember when I was a teenager, yes, I ate like that. And just wait till these boys are teenagers. Oh. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Uh, they, I, like I said, it's just because they're not eating when they're supposed to. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to snack all day. I want to snack all day. The other thing that they do that the, oh, we had, took us a while to break Addie of it. She was a little kid, uh, but now Holden's doing it and it drives me. Oh, it, it irritates the crap out of me. They don't take bites. They gnaw like a rat. They just, they put the sandwich in and they just leave it right on the edge of their mouth and they just go, ah, 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 mm-hmm. ah, ah, ah. This is obviously a thing because my kids do the same thing. Oh, it's so gross. Their mouth half open, food half in, half out. Not really yeah. taking a bite. Just, yeah. Yeah. oh. Yeah. Oh, I, I inhale my meals as fast as I can so that I can be done. <laughs> like, just, like, I, I want to be away from, from this, this tense I eat I eat kind of fast, but it's only because I like my food hot. Mm, yeah. And that too, yes. Yeah, they like to sit there and chit chat and talk and talk and talk and then microwave their food. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I 
I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tonight we're gonna have <clears throat> we're gonna make tacos tonight, which it <laughs> that'll be something. Well, that's always a process because you got to have mm-hmm. 15 plates of crap out. Mm-hmm. And rest assured, half of the ingredients both kids will not like, and it'll be it'll be staggered which one likes what. I I wish that there'd just be this brown, tasteless paste in a block. <laughs> There is. It's uh, called refried beans or spam. Yeah. Just feed yeah. it to the. <laughs> it's just just snow piercer the boys. Just yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh man, we're bitching. We're getting on in time. I, yeah. I wanted to give you an update on the neighbor dog, though. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, <laughs> my wife had about had enough, and we don't really know the people. Uh, cause I, I can't. I was gonna try and figure out how to screen share with the Skype here so I could show you which house it is. Okay. But it's just down over the hill from the one corner and they, so they're technically on the state route over there. They're not technically on our road. And that, like I said, that dog is just out all the time and that faces our bedroom windows. So when you're in the bedroom, bark, 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 bark all night at at nothing. And so (laughs) I thought my wife was going to go talk to him because she had lost enough sleep over enough days that she looked had crazy eye. I was like, mm, go for it. Uh, and then she wrote them a note that was very stern, but good. Passive aggressive. She was a, too, too passive aggressive. And I said, I don't think so. And it was signed your neighbors, not us. Okay. Because we had talked to other neighbors and they said, it's driving them crazy too. And then I think it was after the last time we recorded it. She was working, and she texted me and said, hey, go put that note in their mailbox. Now it's on me. Oh, yeah. But uh-huh. I had a couple of bevs in me, and I was like, okay, let's do this. And so I was like, I'm going to march right down through their yard and into the da-da-da-da-da, and I walked over to the corner of the road, and both their vehicles were home. So I opted to walk the half a mile all the way out around and down the state route. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked across the state route, put it in the mailbox, turned around like it didn't do anything, and walked all the half a mile back home. <laughs> oh, but it worked? Uh, that dog has been inside at night. Yep. I mean, at, during, the, during during the daytime, um, it's still out, but there's not much you can do about it during the day. You know, it is it is what it is. Uh, it sucks, because he's still out there bark, bark, barking every time you want to take a nap or anything, but you can't do anything during the day. But the shit at night is unacceptable. Ugh. So annoying. So, yeah. I really... I really... gave them, what, four by swiftly throwing a note in a box and running away? (laughs) Whatever worked, right? Hey, whatever. Keep your fucking dog inside. Yeah. Especially if it barks all the... Ah, whatever. Uh, how about you? How are you otherwise? Good? Yeah. Um, How's the, uh, I guess, you know, we're doing two episodes a week now. This could get tricky. Yeah. And and how in the world did we not name that last episode Two Hosts, One Cup? Thank you, Stephen. Why, oh, where were you no. on that one? It was the perfect title. Brilliant. But, yeah. I re- I'm re-listening to that episode. No, not re-listening. Listening to it for the first time. And I mean, like, especially in today's climate, I'm like, I, anybody that listens to that is going to think, that dude has uh covid-19. I mean it I sound awful. Yeah. Um but boy and, it makes for some good laughs. <laughs> I want everybody to know those uh those gaggings and horkings of mine were 
100,000% legit. I was literally trying not to puke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my hawking, honking, uh, Fleming... Oh, well, there's a, a long stretch there in the towards the third act of that episode where I had to just take my headphones off because... <laughs> Oh, I, and you can tell, I can tell I'm halfway through the episode and my voice is getting worse as I'm listening. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, it's going, it's going the way of the dinosaur. <laughs> it's, the ending is, oh, it's bad. <laughs> Funny though. Uh, but hey, I'm, I'm still alive and, well, I'm still kicking. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of that whole episode is when after a long hawk section, you go, I'm good. <laughs> I think, don't you say, uh, you most certainly are the, are the opposite of. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, but. So anyway, have you been getting a lot of movies watched in this? I mean, I don't know how much shut down you are, but I'm shut down. I've been getting a fair amount of shit watched. You know, uh, actually no more than I normally would just because I, we have so many, so many stacks of books and homework and everything that, that we are doing with the kids on top of. I've got phone meetings that I do. Um, and then the outsider TV show really ate up a lot of my time. So honestly, I have not been watching as many movies. Now I, I have a backlog of reviews that I, oh, um, yeah, all, all year long and into last year that I could get into if I would want to. But now that the outsider is done, now I'm going to hit it hard. Like the hunt last night, tonight's going to be the invisible man. So nice. Yeah. Um, I've just been watching uh, shit all over the place. As I type it in now, because I'm all prepared. Are you ready to go to the roulette so we can get on with the show with our 20-minute bitch sesh? Let's do it. (laughs) All right, I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. So, wait, did the kids come down then, or no? Not yet. She went out to smoke, and then when she goes up, she'll send them down. Okay. And Addie's cousin is here, and so... They just all got, oh, some cousins here. We've got to act all extra. Just mm-hmm. everybody, everybody. Corbin's so all over the place. Like, look at me. Isn't it funny that I fall down? It's like, no. Nope. Not really. Nope. Okay. Sorry, I was updating my recently watched here. Man, I've watched a lot of shit since we last talked. Anyway, when when they come down, it'll, be a, it'll just be a minor interruption. I'm going to tell them to go in the living room and shut the fuck up and play Minecraft or TV. I don't give a shit, but you're going to be silent. Yeah. That's the other thing I've been telling them, too, because Corbin just antagonizes Holden so bad that I finally told him, them, stop talking. Don't talk to each other, because everything he does just drives him nuts. And I don't blame him. He's annoying. Little brother. Then today, I came out of the office, and all the kids are sitting there, and I go look at Corbin, and he looks like he got attacked by Wolverine. He has claw, uh. four, four distinct claw marks right down his face, his whole face. I'm like, what happened to you? He goes, eh, I don't know. I'll tell you what happened. He was laying on the floor under the big dog again, and the big dog went and stepped on him. And So it's sh- his own fault. Yep. Pretty cool scars. If you're going to have them, that's the way you want to do it. Yep. So, yep. Okay, she's heading up to take a nap now. Oh, by the way, um, vinegar syndrome. Uh, I mean, this is this is this ripple effect is widespread. Like, 
I didn't think about it, but yeah, I'm like, okay, well, theaters are shut down, whatever. That's, you know, that's, that sucks, but I'm still going to get my vinegar syndrome stuff and blah, 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 blah. Actually, <laughs> nope. They still, they got to shut down too. Like there's different companies that like different of these little niche companies that have to shut down. And so it's like, well, they can't. Well, how many people do they employ for shipping and stuff? Not enough it's... that, I mean, the thing is they're a restoration company. So they're not just like a distribution company, like a Scorpion or whatever. Like, they don't outsource. They they restore their own movies. Uh, you guys can play Minecraft, or you can watch YouTube. But you listen to me. Listen to me. I'm in a meeting. You're going to be quiet. You're not going to bug him. You're not going to wind up Demi. You're going to be quiet. I mean silent. Quit pulling on the curtain. That's how it's done right there. Yep. But because they're a restoration company... Uh, I think that that's, they probably employ a little bit more people. Uh, and I think they're in Connecticut, so I don't know. They're, I'm not sure what the laws are, are out there, but, so it's like, they're well, actually I, in, I understand on the restoration side, but what about on, like, the shipping side? They still have plenty of back stuff that they're selling, shipping, and... Yeah, but as of Monday, at 8 o'clock, they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to be open, I guess. Oh, okay. So, so they have a mandatory shutdown. They have a mandatory shutdown, so they're like, gotcha. hey, we're, they're like, we're like... They are like, we're going to offer an extra 15% off of our website stuff, which I don't, I subscribe to them, so I am not getting anything, but, uh, of all of the little label, the boutique labels, they are, of course, as usual, like, top of their game doing this, and, um, I think actually today in the mailbox, I'm going to have my March shipment, um, uh, but, you know, there's some good stuff coming out from them, and I don't, I don't know when it's going to get shipped from here on out, I, it could be months or it could be this could blow over and we're on schedule. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We were talking to the teenagers about it last night and, uh, oh, you have such, such things ahead of you, sir. Oh, boy. They, they know everything. They, they know everything. So stupid. Oh, my God. Why do we have to do this and this and this? And it's like, Does I mean, lives or? Yeah. Uh, it's not. There are not that many people dying. Well, I just read a story where uh, in California they expect to have 25 million people infected. And if that's so, and it stays at the like 2% or 3% of the die, that'll be 750 to 2 million people or whatever. Or I I was just reading the story, you know, and she, ah, that's California anyway. They don't want to be part of America or whatever. And it's just like, what does that have to do with anything? What are you even talking about? How much do you like being part of America right now? Oh, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they just say shit and, yeah. and so definitively, like I know, and oh my gosh, I got to deal with this. Can you believe it? It's like, oh, it's, uh, you really, you really have to bite your tongue, man. Mm. Especially when, when it's not all your kids, uh. you, ha- you have to, you got to be like, hmm, mm, all right, all right. I'm just going to walk away because... Oh, what does my wife always say? If you get into an argument with an idiot, other people watching lose track of which one's the idiot. <laughs> Those are wise words. Those Very are... <laughs> wise words. Hence so, the reason why I don't get into... Well, yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. You oh, are pretty anyway. much the only person I talk about politics to. <laughs> Just... Yep. <laughs> uh, on this episode of The Roulette, it is Freaks up against Blood Ride. And I'm going to go 
get myself a beverage and nip this shit in the bud. Oh, once I was more. gonna say you might as well because I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm up first, but so just give me one sec to get a bev and. All right, I, I it's time. It is time, time. Oh, the hammer is going to be laid down, folks. <clears throat> Oh, and the thing is, he's going to probably cut out his end, what I'm hearing. <laughs> and um, he's actually, he's not yelling. It's this cool, calm, collected, almost sinisterly evil. Now, what did I just say about... That's kind of what's what I'm hearing. And now it's silent. Uh, there's a, there was a jogger, and she looks almost nervous, like just staring at houses like, which one of you bastards has COVID? Uh, yep, keep jogging, lady. Bye. Yep, jog your ass right back out of the cul-de-sac. Bye. Um, nah, just sitting here, neighbor pulled in, opened up their back of their SUV, and I'm just, just crammed full of groceries, and I would guess that half of it is probably going to end up being shit paper. But I don't know that for sure. I don't know, but... Oh, what? Oh, just giving a quick rundown of the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I missed it. Oh. Uh, oh, shit, I didn't pull up my thing. don't even have my internet open. Fantastic. Uh-oh, that might mean that just the, the computer's like, whoa, 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 I need to update right well, now. You, <laughs> no, no, no. You got better. Your, the Skype got good. Oh, am I in glorious HD with my puffy Amish hair? I'd say you're in glorious 720i, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much an upgrade from the 8-bit I was looking at. Yeah. As long as you can really see the receding hairline, uh, then it's good. We're good. <laughs> he just will not shut the fuck up. He cannot do it. And it's just Corbin. It's not Holden. Yeah. The, the, the mirror image is Hudson and Lucas over here. That's the yeah. mirror image. Mm-hmm. Oh, often you tell me about them. Uh, freaks from 2018. A bold girl discovers a bizarre, threatening, and mysterious new world far beyond her front door after she escapes her father's protective and paranoid control. I don't know how much I would agree with that synopsis. And I'm going to get minorly spoilery here, because otherwise, if I went no spoilers the way the movie would want me to go, then um, is, is my kid at your house now? continue (laughs) if i went uh absolutely no spoilers the way the movie probably wants me to sell it then the problem is that the first half of this movie they're trying to deceive the audience a little bit they're trying to make it like it's uh what was that movie bug yes uh we mean with ashley judd yeah ashley judd yes yeah and that was they're in a house and everything's taped up and they're going crazy and think they have bugs the first third half of this movie is kind of like that and you're like what is going on is he just paranoid because he keeps saying the bad people are trying to kill us and he's trying to raise his daughter and it's just, what uh, okay and you're trying to figure out what's going on and then about halfway through they just kind of flat out tell you what's going on and you're you're oh we're in a completely different movie than you guys were selling us and i know that you're probably trying to get us in the mindset of the little girl of thinking the dad's just too paranoid or something or he's crazy but it was not necessary to do that and it was in my opinion i i and i think you could have cut 10 or 15 minutes out of the slow burn first half and then your movie would have been down to about 90 minutes 
which would have helped the pacing all the way through. Uh, anyway, so what this movie is more about is... Uh, oh, how did I tell you? What was the comparison I said? Oh, I said if Brightburn was, what if Superman were evil? Then Freaks is, what if the X-Men were grossly overpowered? So what we're doing, what we have here is we're living in the near future, and we've got sort of like mutants, or whatever they call them, abnormals, or freaks, quote-unquote. And I would like to see the movie that came before this movie. Because in the movie that came before this movie, ten years ago, they one freak was able to blow up the entire city of, like, Dallas. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. so powerful <laughs> that they are almost always shot on sight. That's how powerful they are. And now that the, some of the freaks are having children, and the children are doubling in power. And there he goes. What's Hudson doing? Where's mom? (laughs) I mean, why can't he get the mail? (laughs) Oh, it's just two households. It's it's not even... (laughs) It's not even... It's not even two sides of the same coin it's it's the the two sides on the same coin <laughs> who's getting the mail lucas no, hudson is oh and he can't do it right so one of the neighbors had to walk out now now joni's going out i'm like what why didn't you just go out yourself but yeah why did you <laughs> No, it's got to be a production because we hit record that's why the way did it, it has to be why did it have to be hudson now there's now literally it's like now there's a a group of people around our mailbox out there <laughs> There's someone with a dog out there. It's like, oh, this is so, this is so my life. This is so my neighborhood. And and guaranteed the vinegar syndrome package is in there. And somehow that's going to be the thing that gets dropped on the floor. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And now my neighbor's dog is barking. I hear that too. (laughs) And I went and asked Lucas, I said, what's going on? And he just, mom sent Hudson to get the mail. (laughs) Which of course turned into a shit show. (laughs) How can you turn that? My kid would find a way. Mm-hmm. He'd find a way. You know what it would be? I'd send him out to get the mail like we always do. And then it's like, man, it's been five minutes. Where is yeah. he? And you look out the living room window. He's naked in the yard, just <laughs> throwing things. Like, what are you doing? <sighs> well, you hit record, Dad. So we all had to lose our minds. <laughs> uh, freaks. Anyway, first half's a little slow. Second half, I really enjoyed. And the ending, I was... Uh, I thought it was going to go one of two ways, one of those situations where, oh, they might go down or ending. But the, uh, I, yes and no. They didn't go wholehearted great ending, like super happy. They also didn't go super downer. They, I really enjoyed the ending. Uh, but definitely keep this one in the queue. Did you say TJ recommended this? I think yes, he did. Maybe he did. to me. On the sci-fi month. Good job, sir. This was a good movie, and uh, as long as you go in knowing that that first half's going to be a little bit slow, I think you'll like this movie. Um, cool. Good performances good. by Bruce Dern, Emil Hirsch. Um, there are, I mean, they really leave you in the dark for almost almost two-thirds of this movie, uh, but then they give you all the information that you kind of need. Uh, and another uh, way to use maybe a slimmer budget, some of their effects you could tell might have been a little bit of slimmer budget, and there were some really cool mutant effects in here. Uh, but still very well utilized, I think, overall. Uh, thumbs up. Please cool. tell me about Blood Ride Season 1. 
Blood Ride Season 1. This is a... I th- is it a Borg, Borg uh, episode show? Norway. Okay, so, Norwegian. Um, <clears throat> six episodes, all 30-ish minutes. I actually burned through these relatively quick. As I expected, um, it's like all of these types of shows, it's hit and miss. Creep Show was the same way. I would say that a little over half of those shows were really good. And then it's just a couple of them were okay. And then a couple of them were not good. Here, I would say that two are really good. Two are really good. Two are decent. And then two suck. I, that doesn't surprise me at all. The first one is by far the best. Ultimate Sacrifice. I really, really liked that one. And if the, if you watch any of them, that's the one to watch. Uh, these are all, I mean, they're Twilight Zone from Norway. That's, that's it. There's, that, there's no real easier way to describe this show. Uh, I mean, don't expect tons of special effects. The second one, Three Sick Brothers, um, that one there had a little bit of gore, but for the most part, these are not like overtly graphic, gory things. But Ultimate Sacrifice and one called The Old School, those are my two favorites. Um, Lab Rats and Three Sick Brothers were the good. They're fine. And Bad Rider and The Elephant in the Room were the mad. It ends on a, I didn't like the last episode. And there was one about writers that just didn't, I get what they were trying to do, but they didn't, they didn't quite pull it off. I saw, I'm like, okay, I get what you're going for, but it's just, they didn't, I don't know. It just didn't quite work. But all in all, I mean, that was uh, three hours and I totally would recommend this. Uh, even with the hit and miss ones. And this is one of those things where the ones that I didn't like, you might really like. Or, you know, one of our listeners might be like, no, that was the best one. Much like any of these anthology type things. Uh, but yeah, they were, they were good. I, like I said, I, for me, old school and ultimate sacrifice were my two favorite ones. I would welcome another series of this. Cool. But for the most part, I mean, the, they did fall under horror. Yes. Oh yeah. These were, these were horror. Um, let me see here. Yeah, yeah. I would say all of them are... I mean, I was, I'm was. i trying to think if any of them would have been more science fiction, but no. Um, oh, that the, the old school, that was that was cool. I like, I dug that one. And it was... You could see what was what was happening. I'm like, it's, it's not really that surprising, but I just liked the way it was handled. And the Three Sick Brothers, that was actually one that uh, that the gotcha twist actually got me. Um... But yeah, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, there's a couple of these I'm gonna probably revisit in the future. It's it, you know, another thing to think. Another thing to compare it to, kind of, would be Black Mirror. But Black Mirror, I get there. That's a little bit more like technology is evil and science fictiony. Mm. But it, as far as new content on Netflix, this would be a little bit Black uh, Mirror, but not quite as good. Gotcha. But I recommend it. <clears throat> cool. I'll probably save it for October. Yep. Okay. Let's move on to the next round. Uh, come near way, uh, Netflix, the platform in a prison where inmates on high floors eat better than those below who get the scant scraps. One man tries to effect change. So everyone gets enough. Uh, next up is, uh, also Netflix. It's comedy search party. Two guys hope to reunite their friend with his runaway bride, unaware that he's been carjacked, stripped and stranded in the Mexican desert. And I think TJ Miller's in that. And, uh, I didn't write it down. Some other... Uh, comedic type actor that I know or that I'm sure you'd recognize. And lastly, 
on Shutter Hell House LLC 2. And I didn't even bother to look up a synopsis because we both saw Hell House LLC. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the same. Guys setting up a fake haunted house thing, for attraction, and probably all shit goes sideways. That'd be my guess. Okay. <clears throat> Coming your way, 3022 from 2019. This is a science fiction movie. Hour and 31 minutes. Omar Epps, Kate Walsh is in this. A group of astronauts living in the haunted haunting emptiness of deep space awakened to find Earth has suffered an extinction-level event. And that sounds, to me, pretty good. Uh, next up is... We've got the assignment again. Uh, Walter Hill, Michelle Rodriguez is in this, and Sigourney Weaver, after waking up and discovering that he has undergone gender reassignment surgery, an assassin seeks to find the doctor responsible. That sounds... Quite good. And last is uh, 2019's The Aftermath. Um, wait. The Aftermath? Mm. That's not right. No, wait. let's... let's. Wait let's a minute. Do... Was that, is that with Arnold? Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, thank you, sir. That one's in my voodoo. I watched about 20 minutes of it, and I was like, nope, I'm done. Turned oh, it off. I, you know, I thought... I was like, I thought that, and then I'm like, no, no, no. I think it's the... The zombie wasn't there a zombie movie? I think that, that he is. Did? The, I think that is the zombie one. It says here two strangers' lives become uh, bound together after a devastating plane crash. So it sounds like it's not the zombie thing. I think the zombie thing was Maggie. Oh, you're right, and that's the one I'm confusing this with. Yeah, I because they're okay. The, the yeah. covers are kind of the same, and they look yeah. you know. Um, Arnold is grizzled and yeah, beardy grizzled. and gray yeah. scale and okay. Uh, well, that totally fits as a leave it on, leave it on. <laughs> okay, so that was I totally thought that was that. I totally thought that was that other one. <laughs> I'm curious here, Elliot Lester. What did he direct? Oh, he directed Blitz with Jason Statham. That was a good movie. Remember that one? Uh, is that the one where he's a card player? Oh, um, just just like uh, the Liam Neeson revenge movies, they get all intertwined. Yeah, a tough cop is dispatched to take down a serial killer who has been targeting police officers. I haven't seen it in years, but I I liked it. I remember. Yeah, it. I do remember that. That was okay. I think that's in my voodoo. So anyway, that's, okay, that's not the, what was that Jason Statham one? That it's one that I wanted you to watch. Now oh, that we're on this derail. Yes, there and I did watch it, and that's a good movie. I actually think I might you have did? that in my voodoo too. That was good. No, it like a, a little. A Korean or Oriental girl that he's pretend- wrong term, wrong term. Oh, I know people I know. aren't Oriental. I know that's just <sighs> <laughs> hang head in shame, sir. Um, Wild card is the one that that's I'm thinking. The one of. I saw that. No, 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 no. This is not the one with the little girl. Oh, I think that's Blitz, isn't it? Blitz. Oh, this is. You are a disaster. Oh, and I'm, okay, pretty soon I'm going to have to start blowing my nose. <laughs> no, don't, please, God. No, maybe Redemption? Or Parker? Or Safe? Safe. Is that... That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just to make yeah, sure, safe. let me look it up. No, I'm looking at it right now. It's Safe. But the one that I wanted you to watch is called Wild Card. Wild Card. Who's, uh... Let's just pull that up here. Handy dandy IMDb. <laughs> that was oh, a wow. train wreck of Jason Statham. Oh, oh man. Somewhere Jason Statham's like, dudes, <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Simon West is in uh, is in that, or yeah. or directed it, whatever you choose to decide there. It's um, it's one of those movies like The Equalizer where it's worth watching just for the fight scenes. I'm not saying it's like the greatest action movie ever made or anything, but yeah. those fight scenes are really cool, and I remember liking the way the story went. That was a good movie. You should check it out. Sometime. Good cast: Stanley Tucci, uh, Jason Alexander. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, I'll make so sure to. Sophie Verrer, I'll make sure to not watch that I was until you say, pump I'll it make up sure and, to, to remember that movie someday. <laughs> uh, <sighs> maybe you'll remember it with another racial slur. <laughs> oh boy, that was a yeah, that was a that was a swing and a miss on. <laughs> um, okay, I. Boy, I was all geared up for the assignment, but then... Oh, no, actually, I was flipping through Netflix, and I was going to... Oh, a new sci-fi movie. Sweet, I'm going to hit play. And, like, ding, here's the roulettes this week. He threw it on the roulette, son of a bitch. So now i got to wait. Uh, 3022, I'll give that one a go. Okay. I am going to get to that assignment, but you keep throwing me sci-fi stuff. That's because I do some serious research. Oh, that's... <laughs> Not true, uh, but go ahead. <laughs> what would you like? Um, oh, the platform. I'm all about the platform. That sounds great. That actually sounds very timely. Like I, I, I'm, I, I'm assuming from the synopsis, I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be current eventy type stuff. I have no idea. I didn't watch trailer on on that one because it has a bit of a sci-fi wrapping to it. You yeah. Know, there, like there was, if you looked at the Netflix page, there's a, the poster or whatever has a, this prison, the way it's designed. You know what it reminded me of was that, um, that prison movie with Highlander. Oh yes. Oh, that was a good movie. Right. Uh, at, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Not that we can, no nope, fortress. Nothing. Fortress. <laughs> fortress. Good one. job. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't Sorry, watch Jason, the trailer. Jason Statham. Yes. <laughs> And Christopher Lambert. Okay, there you go. Next week on the roulette, it will be, well, not next week. In a couple days on the roulette, it'll be 3022 up against platform. Uh, okay, what were we going to do next? Uh, rabbit trail? Yeah. But we've already rabbit trailed so much up front. Should we just move on to recently watched? Yeah, maybe. Well, let's see what 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 does IMDb tell us to do? Oh, IMDb says, well, the new... Whose, whose fucking birthday it is. I got it. Um... <laughs> Oh, that new... I hate the new IMDb layout. Having said that, happy birthday, Gary Oldman. <laughs> My man. <laughs> I did watch The Professional in the last week or two. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. Scott Eastwood's 34. Matthew Broderick, 58. Timothy... I'm, I'm just basically just... The, the... This is what he brings every time. Yeah. So every, well, I, I fall for it every time. You're a rabbit most... trail? Okay. <laughs> Rise Darby. What's Rice Darby been in? See, here's the so rabbit. What's nice is, is that... Then it, Reese. It's pronounced <laughs> Reese, but we'll go with Rise. Timothy Dalton. Hey, man. Oh, Rise Darby. What's what's he been in, this Rise Darby fella? <laughs> Jay Davidson. Jay Davidson. See, now you're throwing me names that I have no... I, ah, he was in The Crying Game and uh, uh, Stargate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brad Hall, he's 62. Happy birthday to you. Rosie O'Donnell, hey, there oh, we go. St- stop. Um, uh, let's see here. Russ Meyer, rest in peace. He was. Oh, hey, rest in peace. Um, the gambler guy. Um, drawing a blank. Not Willie Nelson. The other guy, Kenny Rogers. I. I okay. 
I, I'm not I'm a country music fan, and that was one of those ones where suddenly my feed was just full of Kenny Rogers fans, and I'm like, has he done anything in 40 years? I mean, we're, I, all right, that's yeah. fine. You I gotta get it. know when to hold them. Join me. Know when to fold them. I will not. I know when to fold them. This is one of those times where I'm gonna fold it up and throw it away. What something? Happy birthday to Justin Pierce. You were born in. Well, well today. It was oh, he's, today. oh shit! He died. Sorry, <laughs> he died in 2000. Oh, whew. and he was born in 1970. Oh, jeez. Let's move on to recently. <laughs> you are just knocking it out of the park today, sir. Oh. Out man. of the park. There we go. Yep. Got to get one of those in. Oh, and it's on my computer. Yes. I got on my computer. <laughs> just the rage virus just is just all over my office. Watched 28 Days Later the other day. Ooh. I've wanted to. That DVD is a little rough. But the Blu-ray he, is a little rough. But didn't he... Sh- oh, okay, good. Because I was going to say, if memory serves, didn't he shoot that in 16 or something? He shot it something weird, didn't he? Uh, Mini DV. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, and then blew it up to 35 millimeter, and yeesh, you can tell. Yeah, that... Uh, yeah, that DVD is, looks rough. It looks like a security camera. It's so, it's so great, though. That movie is so great. It is. I think I would have preferred him shooting it in at least 16 millimeter, like, and have a really dirty, grimy look. But that the mini DV, it's unique, but uh, it's there's not a whole lot you can do to make it look good. The original uh, Evil Dead was shot in 16, correct? Yeah, that looked that Blu-ray looks a hell of a lot better. I, I know. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. That sucks. And then in the very, very, very end, the last like minute of the movie is in true 35 millimeter. <laughs> it's like okay. That looks great for a minute. <laughs> That's such a great movie, especially in today's climate. It's oh, like, yeah. Not trying to make... Uh, just to be clear, we're not trying to make light of any of the coronavirus stuff Yeah, anybody. We're, we're more mocking people that do make light of it. Is, yeah. is I don't want to speak for you, but that's how I feel about it. Uh, same here. Anytime I, that we... It seems like we're mocking it. It's like, no, I'm making fun of the idiots that actually do mock it. Yeah, and go and crowd the beaches and, oh, I've had words. Oh, yep. So have I. <sighs> well, and I was texting with my mom, who's in Florida right now, or has been for two weeks, and I told her, well, we were just going back and forth about the shelves on the store being empty, and mm-hmm. <sighs> and I said, yeah, and people down here just are around me, they don't, they don't, they don't believe it. I hear them in the grocery stores. And they say it's just a conspiracy to make the president look bad. And my mom is my mom texted back. We were texting. She texted back after a long, long Eugene-level pause. Ah. <laughs> She's like, but why? Even he says it's a thing. And I was like, I, it's what they believe. Mm-hmm. It's what they do. I don't, I don't know. It's just the way it is. And what I, I, I told her too, what I keep thinking is, or keep wanting to say is, the longer that you guys stop quarantining or don't quarantine yourself, is the longer we're all going to have to quarantine ourselves. Because mm-hmm. more people will get sick. Just, if we could just shut everything down for two weeks, it probably, we'd, we could get through it a hell of a lot quicker. Yeah. But instead they're piecemealing all these little things. And now you can't do this. Now you can't do this. Now you can't, like, you're just making it take longer. Yeah. I agree. Shut it all down. Grocery stores only. And, or, or, I mean, if, obviously if you have to go somewhere for for your job, but it's like, 
Yeah. And that's what we were trying to explain to the teenagers last night. It's like, guys, you're complaining about not being able to go to friends' houses. Like, seriously complaining. Like, I just don't understand why I can't go to parents' house. It's like, hello, you might not be able to go to a movie theater in 10 years. You don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah. You know, all those frivolous things could all be shut down indefinitely. Those businesses go out of business. You know, there's, there's literally, you could walk down the street in this tiny little town and there's 12 businesses that I could count as frivolous. Yeah. There's a, there's a toy store. There's an ice cream shop. There's a, you know, all these things depend on near daily kind of activity. And if this goes on for months and months and months, they're going to be gone. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like one day, oh, hey, everybody's better. Here comes the store again. Nope. That's not how that works. And then I got, well, didn't you learn about the Great Depression? Oh, then the next day, this is what I heard. Eric says the coronavirus is going to be the Great Depression. No, that's, that's, that's not what I fucking said. Not at all. I just said, know your history a little bit. That's how things can go south really quick. So it's better to be cautious now. Yep. But, uh, but when am I going to get to go to my friend's house? Ah, uh, anyway, um, movies, back to movies. Uh, so <clears throat> are you, you would know better than me. Are any of the theaters open up there around you? I saw that, uh, nightlight was out. Yeah, but, I believe that they're done. But anybody else? Any I, of the big ones? I don't think that uh, Tinseltown's open. Hmm. Uh, I, I mean, it's I mean, and who's going to the theater at this point anymore? Although, you know, at this point, I could see people being stir crazy, homesick enough that they're like, like you were talking about, like, oh, screw it, we're just going to go. I, which I wouldn't go to a theater right now for anything. I I'll watch my stuff at home. There was a rumor that even Wonder Woman 84 could be going to streaming. And now, did we talk about that $20 Blumhouse? Yes, we did. Okay. I know we talked, but I didn't know if we talked about it on the show. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to pay that much for a Blumhouse. Wonder Woman 84? I might pay 30 because I can get the whole family around for that. Mm -hmm. And shit, yeah, get together, kids. We're watching a new Wonder Woman movie. We don't even have to go anywhere. Especially if all five of you watch it. That's cheap. Yeah. Exactly. And we would in five minute increments as I yell at my kids. Mm -hmm. Pause, yell, pause, (laughs) yell for the first half hour. Then I send the boys upstairs. (laughs) But yeah, I I, is Wonder Woman the next movie on the chopping block that that, like that. I know that obviously Black Widow has now moved, but what's the next biggie after that? Top Gun? No, Top Gun's not for a couple months. I think that's why I picked that one first in the Fantasy Movie League because it's a little later and I think it could cap. But I didn't want to pick Black Widow, and I was next up to do it, and the guy right after me took it, and I said to him, man, I would have taken that, but I'm just afraid it's going to move. And about four posts down from that, somebody posted the story, Black Widow moved indefinitely. (laughs) And I had to talk him back in to continue playing, because that was a first-round pick of his that's now gone. And I said, hey, look, they haven't at least picked a date yet, so it could still fall in game time. Think about it. You got all the way until September. Oh, yeah. Or what, that's, you know. That movie is going to bank. Yeah, it'll be if it lands. But yeah. If it lands in October, you are screwed, but you could still take the round average. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I wasn't having it. Oh, do you want to hear my list of what I got so far? Yeah. Uh, Maverick. 
Um, That's your more, number one pick, correct? Number one pick. Yeah, I think I think it has a potential to cap. Maybe not, but it was late enough in the year that I thought, hell with it, I'm going to take it. Um, next, uh, second round, I took Morbius, mm, which okay. I think that looks pretty good. And if, you know, you get the crowd that went to Venom, that's going to cap. That's Jared Leto, correct? Right, but that's a that's a Sony Sony Marvel thing. Oh yes, okay. So that Venom movie did bank. Uh, round three, Peter Rabbit two, The Runaway, which that first Peter Rabbit movie did pretty good. Kid, the kids are all into that kind of stuff. They, uh, next up, Conjuring three, and there's some big long dumb tagline after it, yeah. but whatever. We're down to round four, that kind of stuff. Uh, we're doing ten rounds on this, by the way. <sighs> and then. Uh, Round five, I took The King's Man, which I believe I, I feel like I've taken that two years in a row, that it keeps moving. Uh, what did you want me to look up? The next big movie? Yeah, after uh, Black Widow. What's the next big tentpole? Uh, I'm looking at release schedule here. Um, Trolls World Tour? That Trolls is going to be dropping on streaming. Oh, really? Yeah. Hold on, I gotta go to more. I'm into April. I'm into the end of April. Let's go to May. Dream Horse. Ugh. There's a lot of repertory screenings coming back, too. I don't know if you knew that. Mm-mm. But, oh, if you go through the schedule, there's a ton of movies coming back. Here we go. May 3rd, Clueless. They're, they're bringing back... T- uh, oh, there's there gonna be a Legally Blonde 3. Is that a new release, or a... I guess... Okay. Another Spongebob movie. Yep, I remember seeing that trailer. The Green Knight. That, I can't wait to see, but that's not a big thing. Artemis Fowl, do you think, I mean, is that a big YA thing? I think you're right, Wonder Woman, June 5th. Oh, The Shining comes back, May 31st. Oh, How many times are they going to release that movie in the theaters? But I'm telling you, I've been going through the schedule because of the Fantasy Movie League, and there's a ton of movies coming back. Look at this, for fuck's sake. Rift Tracks Live, Hobgoblins. Candy Man. Did you watch that trailer? Oh, it doesn't look good. It's just me. It doesn't look good, but I'm not a fan of that series to begin with. The Wind Rises, Studio Ghibli movie. Is that a new one? Oh, it is a new one. (laughs) Top Gun Maverick doesn't come out till June 24th. So I'm, I guess it's a little earlier than I thought, but April, May, I mean, that's three months. Free Guy. Did you watch that trailer with... Uh... Yes. That looks pretty funny. Yeah, it does. Purge 5, July 10th. Ghostbusters Afterlife, July 10th. That's another... I think Ghostbusters would be a big one. Yep. Here's another repertory. Howl's Moving Castle. Tenant, July 17th. That's a big one. You know Tenant, right? Oh, yes. Okay, so... Uh, that I mean, and that there, as with all Christopher Nolan movies, is one that... It just feels like you got to get to the theater to see that. Yeah, I don't think they're kicking that one to streaming. If anything, they'd move it to next year or something. Yeah. Jungle Cruise. Man, that trailer was so bad. Oh, I know. And then July 31st is Morbius. Again, I was going for just later in the year. August. Peter Rabbit 2. And this Infinite movie. Spoiler alert, that's probably going to be my next pick. I don't know what it is, but it's sci-fi. Mark Wahlberg, Dylan O'Brien... Uh, Treatwell, Ijafor, like, ah, I'll, I'll check that. I mean, I'll draft that in the s- sixth round. Why not? Escape Room 2, 
Kiki's Delivery Service. So they're bringing back all the Studio Ghibli yeah. movies. Bill and Ted Face the Music. <clears throat> the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. I think that title is hilarious for a sequel. Uh-huh. That's the Ryan Reynolds movie. That was okay. Uh, Monster Hunter is a action fantasy video game translation with Mila Jovovich and Tony Jaa. Honest Thief, starring Liam Neeson, action crime drama thriller. That, that's on my list, because all his frickin' movies make money. <laughs> so, I don't know what it is, don't care, but all you have to do is throw a couple of dumb words together, like Honest Thief and Liam Neeson, yeah. and there you go. Yep, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. <laughs> oh, is that what nuisance. it's called? Is that the... Yeah. Yep. <sighs> but, Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson, they're back, so... Ah, September 11th, and the next weekend is September 18th, I got the Kingsman. So I'm even splitting up my weekends pretty good. Uh, Princess Mononoke. And then October 2, this is real curious. Untitled, untitled Sony Marvel sequel. So what do you think that is? I have no idea, but it's October 2 and we still haven't seen anything about it? That's yeah. weird. But everybody's hedging their bets, as we've seen from the movies that are we talked about before. The movies, the productions that are shutting down, the movies that are moving... Uh, you know, some of these huge, crazy movies, they, they will not be able to get all their money back on streaming services. They yeah. just won't. They can take a big chunk out of it, or, you know, the indies can go do that while Blumhouse charges 20 bucks a pop. Judas. I'm, I I might have gone after one of them if it was five bucks, but 20? I don't, I don't care that much. Yeah, I, I just... I mean, eventually this is going to blow over. Now, the residual effects, I'm not sure what, you know, how it's going to be, but... Uh, I just wonder if this winter is going to just be stacked with, like, every weekend a tentpole movie is coming out just to get them out there. Or are they going to bump these things like like Fast and Furious? Are they going to bump it to, uh, you know, yeah. next summer? But even next summer, they, these studios have to have next summer already slated, you know? They do, but they're going to move them. Oh, this is and, just... and And, you know, it might be, it might save them some, but they also have to take into account... Are we all going to have disposable income next year? If if all of this shit's going down? Uh, this year, it's we're, we're all going to be... Well, maybe I'm just speaking for the paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck group, but I might be backed up for a while, financially, you know? Yeah. Uh, to where going to see a movie is just not really in the cards. We're just going to have to wait and... Oh, man, if only I had some way to watch some movies that I hadn't seen pans camera over to my 150 VHS tapes sitting on my wall that I pay 50 cents a piece for. You know, I'm joking, but at the same time, hey man, this is why I've been a collector my entire life for 35 or uh, years, I'd say, since I f we first got our first VCR, is because I want to be able to have this shit and watch it whenever I want. And guess what? Now we've come to some event where shit like this is shut down and you don't have the option to go to the theater. Don't worry. I got us covered. We could watch a different movie every single day for about five years. Same here. <laughs> yeah, same here. I totally agree. I, in fact, if they do back up movies for the next couple of years, well, I, man, I just, I, it's hard for me to fathom theaters rebounding, especially the small theaters, but. What do you think? Like, like I'm guessing that the Tinseltowns and the AMCs can weather this, but what about the small independent theaters? Like, do you think that they have a shot of... I mean, unless people are just dumping money into them just to keep them afloat. I don't, you know. 
It depends. There's a lot of factors to figure in. I think, like, your big chains, your Cinemarks and stuff will probably close a bunch of uh, places, but still have enough to keep the major uh, areas going. Yeah. Um, You might see things like, hey, do you remember... Again, trying to explain this to teenagers who have never been through anything in their life. Do you remember when we used to be able to go to a movie and they would serve you dinner and a beer while you watched it? That shit's gone. You know, like, that's the kind of thing that would just go away. And suddenly, now they only show repertory screenings and it's two bucks a head. Mm -hmm. Just so they can try and generate something, because... If it would get to that point, that would trickle down to where studios would be charging very little to the theaters to go see those films. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we, yeah, maybe people don't know. You have to pay for those repertory screenings to show them in your theater. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you know they. Hey, you know what? We need to make some money. We need a little bit of income. Hey, guess what? You guys can have The Shining this weekend for fifty bucks a showing. Yeah, typically, at least for five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be about five hundred was the uh, the price four to five hundred bucks for one showing. Yeah, but you can't make any money if you're not selling shit. I know. And you've got all these properties sitting here. If you start doling them out at fifty bucks a pop, people. This is what happened in the depression, as I recall. People would go see these things for a penny here, a, a nickel here, a penny here, a nickel here. You got. It's knocking everything back down to the bottom. And it'll take that much time to get the economy back up and running to where you can have that frivolous stuff. Like your IMAX prices. Uh-huh. And yeah, which is just the way it is. bucks. Right. It's just the way it is. That's what happens when you get a big cataclysmic event like a war or a pandemic or whatever. Yeah, at the very least, I, I would bet that some of these like smaller, especially horror movies, they're just going to scrap the theatrical release and dump them onto streaming and hope for the best with Voodoo and Amazon and Red Yeah. But you're taking a lot less of a hit on those than you are with these two and three and four hundred million dollar movies. Uh huh. They they don't have much of a choice. They have to try and wait at least a month or two and weather the storm. That's why they didn't put a, another release date on Black Widow, in my opinion. Like we're just holding it indefinitely. We will wait and see. And the other movies that have bumped have most of them have got another date, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. Fast and Furious, a whole nother year, though? Come on, man. I know. I'm like, uh, I know. but Just say say it's indefinite so that maybe we can get it in October or something. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I was so looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, and Bond, but at least, you know, Bond is... And, and the thing is, like, with James Bond and that runtime, I'm like, that, that's going to fit in the winter. That's a good winter movie. That's another thing they're going to try and do is extend runtimes, in my opinion. Just because people want to get something for their money, and so they'll be like, this is going to be a whole experience. Now with free popcorn, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, you gave me popcorn? Oh my gosh, can you believe the theaters are giving away popcorn right now? And you just want to go, hey, man, you know you can buy a case of popcorn for what a large popcorn costs that you can make at home. It's not, I know it's not quite the same, but they can still put the same yellow piss jelly butter on it. (laughs) And you'll never know the difference. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It would cost them 50 cents. (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say about, you know, I want theaters to survive. I love going to the movie theater, uh, but you know, is this going to cut? I is this going to cut budgets of movies way, 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 way down? Are tent poles going to go away for a little while while studios rebound? Uh, or yeah. it could, and that might not be a bad thing 
because the medium budget movie has been gone for quite a while in mm-hmm. favor of all these giant tentpoles. And it's not that I want the giant tentpole comic book movies to go away. This is the most glorious time I've ever had, Eugene. <laughs> I'm a comic book guy. I get all these comic book movies. And Star and Wars. And... Star Wars and everything. It's great. But uh, I also feel that we absolutely have to have those medium budget films. It's vital to have those medium budget films. The Riddicks of this world. That's right. Yeah. The Jokers of this world. Yeah. Even with my complaints of that movie, that you, it's been talked about to death, but it, it, a certain restriction on a budget can force art out of people. Well, we couldn't afford to do this, so we did this, and it becomes this happy accident, amazing thing that is put into cinema forever and ever. Yeah. Okay, you want to talk recently watched? Let's do it. And I'm up first. Ah, wrong list. Let's see. Is there anything I promised I'd talk about? Uh, I've watched a couple of new things. Since we were talking about Fast and Furious, let's talk about Hobbs and Shaw. At yes. least for a minute. I got a bunch of new stuff on Vudu, thanks to my buddy. And I was... Real excited to watch this one. I, he literally added like 18 things to my queue. Just boom. I'm like, yes, all right, Hobbs and Shaw, sweet. I love Fast and Furious, so let's get on with it. And uh, uh, like a real happy kid, I ran to my voodoo and hit play and was watching and was, was watching and uh huh. I uh-huh. uh, was watching. Wow. I, uh, I uh, think I'm with you, buddy. No, this one didn't do it for me. And and maybe on repeat viewings, I might come around to it as kind of a half-rate uh, uh, pop quiz, hot shot. What's the Jason Statham movie where he drives car Transporter. Maybe it'll be like the Transporter 4. How about that? That's about the level that I'd put this, because one was good, and then two not, and then three not, and... Now Hobbs and Shaw. Uh-huh. It was like somebody described to somebody else what the Fast and Furious movies were like, and then that person didn't watch them and just went and, oh, you mean like this? And, no, no, you need to up the torque factor, and you really need to lower the transporter factor. You're trying to kind of be serious and not serious, and then there's, well, isn't this over the top? And it's like, no, that's so far over the top that it's really stupid. It's not fun stupid, it's stupid stupid. Like, The Rock holding a helicopter and a chain and a string of cars and the other hand. Oh, yeah, that was the very ending, wasn't it? what? It was in the trailer, too, and I was like, surely I don't understand this. It's just something dumb in the trailer. No, that was in the movie. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he muscled his way through it, like an Apache helicopter and a, and five cars all strung. Okay, sure. Yeah, I wouldn't have ripped him in half instantly. I, I, I can believe a car jumping between two buildings because it's silly and ridiculous fun. Skyscrapers, you know. That's just dumb. Dumb, dumb. Not, not, ha like a video game fun. Just stupid. And most of this movie, unfortunately, was like that. There was some good things in here, but there was so many things they didn't explain that did, that needed explaining. Tell me this, Eugene. Why does Idris Elba ride a Transformer? And how did he meet said Transformer? 
Is that the motorcycle thing that he was on? Or yeah, yeah, sure. It can just drive itself, and it can change shape at will to drive between semis and under semis. And then he just drags along behind it and pops right back on, like the RoboCop remake. But uh, the bike transforms at will with no explanation whatsoever. Like, is he doing it through his cybernetic stuff? Or is, uh, I just went with sentient alien because that's what, that was the only explanation I could come up with. No. Mm-mm. But at least the rock and all his, his, um, estranged family, they all, they all got whatever you call it. They all got their little billy clubs and their, Oh, they got all their melee weapons out yeah, and they're and... for the big fight against all the guys with all the big guns. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they and hit one. some kind of and they hit some kind of EMP weapon and it shut the guns down or something, but <sighs> why were why was um his whole family mad at him? Cuz he, well, what was that reasoning? He left to be a cop or something or I... why why were they mad about that? I I did not understand it. They he showed up and they're all pissed. I'm like, oh, there's some family drama. He did something bad when he left. And they might have talked about it. I missed it. But it was just, you left. It's like, I mean, yeah, he went and became an international spy. So you can't always do that from Island 3 in Hawaii. Uh-huh. Or whatever. <laughs> like, what? Huh? And then look at our crazy, insane garage that we have with cars all over the place. Like, what? Oh. No. Nope. That... Mm-mm. Okay, now I should try and find something good to review. Here we go. This is one that I'm not sure if I gave a thumbs up to on the show yet, but I'm going to now. The first time I watched this movie, I did not like it, but we had kind of a dodgy theater experience. I was, nah. The second time I watched it at home, I was like, eh, it was okay. Well, it came up in Pluto TV, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop that on again and see what I think about it. And I'm here to tell you... I now enjoy this movie, and I think that you should give it a second chance. And that is Daybreakers. Do you remember this one with Ethan Hawke? Yes. And Sam Neill. Yep. Uh, about vampires, and uh, after they've taken over the world, and how the humans, and their battle, and yada yada. This is not a, a terrible movie. I enjoy it, and I think that you should give it a second shot. I uh, Mostly because I appreciate the ballsiness of the third act and the way that they ended the movie, like the idea they set forth and the way that it went and the uh, absolute trueness of the performance of Willem Dafoe, where he is just given his all to this more or less direct to video kind of vampire movie. (laughs) But you know what? I dug it and it's got some pretty decent special effects. And again, that ending that third act, that climax, that's that's some good writing I've never really seen in a vampire... I mean, we've seen a lot of shit in vampire movies, and that was something that I had never really seen before, and I appreciated it. I liked the way that they did that. That was cool. Man, so, I remember so little about that movie. Well, give it a second shot. I think that you would appreciate it second time around. As a treadmill type movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, over to you. Uh, okay, The Hunt. This is the Craig Zobel-directed movie that was in theaters up until very, very, very recently, starring uh, Betty Gilpin, Hilary Swank, which I didn't even realize that was her. Wow, she is aging. Incredible. 
Um, M.R. Roberts is in it for a very short amount of time. Um, this movie is great. It's just, it's, it's great and frustrating at the same time. Um, this is guaranteed to piss off both liberals and the MAGAs. Um, That's and, what I've heard. And here's what's great about it is that um, it it's done in a way to where, regardless of which side of the fence you fall on, um, you're like, yeah, no. That's the way it is. That That's actually... I mean, this is a hyper-reality type way of... Well, no, it's... Actually, no, it's not. Um, they make the MAGAs out to be... These, I mean, they're, they're hunting people, aren't they? That's a little hyper-realistic. Well, no, but just, just how they act. I'm like, okay. no, that is totally the way the complete crazy conspiracy theory Tea Partiers act. And this is kind of the way the really extreme, extreme um, progressive liberals act. And it's wonderful. It took me a little bit to really love the ending. At first, I'm like, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm a liberal and I'm like, I want the liberals to win because fuck the MAGAs. Uh, but the way it goes, it's it, either side of the fence that you fall on. You're like, huh, that's interesting. So I, I, I'm not going to spoil the movie. I am not going to spoil it. So it's that not movie. super tilted one way or the other. Mm-mm. Because that's what no. I've heard is that it, it should piss off everybody. Oh, it does. Yeah. Because there was times where I'm like, the, the, the lead, she's a, a mega lady. And I'm like, oh, this bitch had better die. However, when things come to light, I'm like, uh, I this was a good movie. Uh, it felt a little bit like, like um, oh, the well, yeah. It, the, the, I don't want to say The Purge, but that whole... You know, people being hunted for sport with maybe a pinch of hostile in there, maybe. Um, but very, very well written. You like the characters and it's surprise. I knew it was going to be pretty violent, but it's, oh, they, they don't shy away from the gore. It, oh, this is a Eugene movie. <laughs> hey, wait 90 a minute. minutes. I, you rented this? You, you went the yes, 20 bucks? Amazon. No, no, no. Yeah, I did. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nah, Am- Amazon. I was gonna say it was your voodoo. Then I could watch it real quick. Oh, I know. Here. Yeah, but sorry, I, 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 I normally wouldn't do this, but it's like uh, I really, really, really want to see this, and I was gonna go see it in the theater, and I'm like, yeah, there you go. Hey, it's Blumhouse. You're supporting independent film. There you go. Yeah. So uh, now, uh, speaking of which, real quick before I forget, I think that Blumhouse or Universal might be the only studio that is not doing the owning like the for twenty bucks. $20 or 50 whatever it is. Like, I think that the, like, Onward, Blood, the, the Vin Diesel movie, uh, Emma, all of Blood those. Bloodshot? Yeah. Those are going to be, like, if you if you pay for it, you own that. So I think the oh. Universal and Blumhouse are the only ones that are rental only, which is, ah, come on, guys. That's um, interesting. So, okay. So, yeah, they, so, so other those studios, other guys, when they do that $20 you own uh, it. day of, you own it, huh? Mm-hmm. From what I'm reading. Well, you liked it that much. That means you'll buy it on Vudu well, eventually. And I'll I'm to totally going to own this. But <laughs> now that I've watched it, I, I'm going to wait until, like, it'll be a while. I'm going to probably get it for, like, a cheap code once it's mm. cheap. So, really good. Um, okay, so uh, that was my big thumbs up. Here we go. I've been wanting to talk about this one. Do you remember the movie The Nines? Yes, I own with, it on DVD. With Ryan And you Reynolds. bought it on Blu-ray, which yes. I was curious about, but yeah. I didn't know where you stood on it, so I figured I'd wait till the show to hear about it. 
I watched it exactly one time, I, probably when it came out, probably 12 years ago. And I remember that you and I were, I talked, I'm not sure which well, one of us now, watched before it Before you give your re-review, can I tell you what I think of it so that it doesn't sound like it's influenced by you? Yes. Um, I remember blind buying that on DVD because it was Ryan Reynolds and then watching it and being like, this was really good. Like an independent film, very super low budget, but about spirituality stuff mm-hmm. kind of. And he's maybe God, maybe not. And I just remember being like, oh, it was really good. That was good writing and a good use of budget. I wasn't like blown away like it's a 10 or something, but I remember being very surprised at my blind buy. That's where I, and this has been, oh shit, dude. That, how, when did this come out? Is that 15 years ago? Yeah. yeah. 13 years. I haven't seen it since the first time I bought it. So, at there now, okay. uninfluenced by you. How was it a rewatch? <sighs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the idea of this movie. I really do. And the acting is good. But this time, it felt a lot more stage play-ish. It, I Ryan, do remember it feeling that way. Yep. Ryan Reynolds has definitely gotten better at acting. He's good in this. Melissa McCarthy's good. Hope Davis is good. But... It's still a bit more independent level acting and sets and I, the, the, the plot point of the movie is fantastic. I love it. But even the little bit of CGI that they use in the end when we get to the, the gods type part, I'm like, ooh, that hasn't aged nor have your cell phones and <laughs> styles and whatnot. And it, it's still good. There's a, it's a great idea, but it does not, I paid five bucks for the Blu-ray. And it's worth that to have it on my shelf, but that's not one that I'm going to go and rewatch anytime soon. It was fine. Does, does that guy age, by the way, Ryan Reynolds? I mean, he's just chiseled out of marble in this thing, too. Like, ah, quit looking so hot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Making it tough with the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Melissa McCarthy's, she's fine in it, but uh, this is uh, just overly emotional stuff in it to where I'm like, I'm not as invested as I probably was the first time I watched it. It was okay. So you'll still keep the Blu-ray, though? Oh, yes, definitely. It's okay. there is it's a valiant effort, for sure. Cool. Okay. That doesn't sound too far off, then. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last round. Here we go. I'm going to do two, you do two, and then we'll wrap up. Okay. Castlevania Season 3. I finished this one up, and Eugene will never watch another episode. Because uh, eh. he fucked that all up, but... Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a little bit torn on how to review this one, because I wonder how many episodes it was. Uh, You can look it up. How many episodes was Castlevania Season 3? It was fine. The animation was fine, but it really felt like the first two-thirds of it was fairly talky. Whereas Season 1 and 2, they had a good mix of action and talking all the way through every episode. You might have one episode that's a little talky, but then the next one would be action-heavy. And so on and so forth. Whereas it felt like this one was front-loaded with talky stuff to where I was starting to... Eh, it's in the background. I get it. Vampires and shit. Ten episodes, by the way. Okay. But then we come to the last three or four episodes. And holy shit did this thing get R-rated. I mean gore-drenched and nudity and orgies. I just animated dick and balls to the point where 
my finger was on the pause button every single time I was playing it because as a kid going to walk into my room, you know, my office or the wife's going to, that's the second the wife's going to pop in is in the middle of the orgy scene that, oh, watched five hours of the shit. There hasn't been anything in the second, you know, the second that a dick and balls is swinging, she's going to walk and go, oh, mm-hmm. you really like that? And I'm like, no, I just, uh, and you got nothing. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but it also went super crazy supernatural and super gory in those last three four episodes to where i'm like oh my god this is so good eugene would love this shit uh, uh but he'll never see it anyway uh it i give it a thumbs up i I'll, i look forward to re-watching it maybe paying more attention to the upfront section uh to the guy that was like creating demons and he just had to talk about it a whole lot because those last three four episodes i mean we're talking dante's inferno level gore it, mm. it was that it was that hardcore, and they were not pulling any punches. It was awesome. Um, and then the ending. Oh, 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 I appreciated that ending. I sure did. Even if I was confused because I had not paid enough attention during the talky episodes. But it doesn't matter, because eventually I'll go back and watch all this shit again. I- I'll own that whole series on Blu-ray one day. Somehow. I'll get my hands on it. I'll get around to it sometime. <clears throat> no, we won't. Uh, <laughs> you we'll fucked see. that up. You fucked that up, not me. Uh, next up, lastly, let's talk about Anna. Uh, do you remember Anna? Um, is this the one with the tween girl that learns? She's not a tween. She looks like she's in her twenties. She's blonde, Russian. Oh, wait, wait, this is the latest, or this is the one that was out last summer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Luke Besson. Besson. Oh, yeah, I watched that thing in the theater. Oh, well, sorry for you, but I got it for free on Vudu, and I own it in my collection, if you want to give that one a second spin. Mm -mm. Um, I don't think I hate it as much as you, but I, I wouldn't challenge you on that at all. I, it had some good action scenes, it had some good story. Uh, it had some really bad filmmaking, especially in the part where it's two years later, oh. two years earlier, three yep. months later, six months ahead, six months back. Like, what dude, was the point of that? It, nothing. I don't it, because he couldn't. Be, I feel like they do that when they can't properly edit in a way that you can tell a story without giving everything away, or you're just like, we'll just have a flashback, mm-hmm. and we'll say, see, oh, they did this back then. We just didn't tell you, or couldn't even hint at it. It's just lazy, in my opinion. Uh, but the action was pretty good. And yes. There was a couple of shootout scenes that were great and pretty she violent. Was... She's easy on the eyes. Yeah. And it looked like, was she doing all her action? The fighting? Cause it sure looked like it. Yeah. If not, whoever was doing it was legit. It didn't look like a uh, movie actor Kung Fu. It looked like they, a person that really knew what they were doing. I could be totally wrong. Uh, it's fine. It, I just don't understand Luke Besson anymore. He goes from this to this to this, and it's... I, one of the reasons I was excited to push play on Anna was because, like I said, I had rewatched The Professional. I might as well throw this one in here at the end here. Uh, it was on Pluto TV, and I was like, deal with it, I'll watch it. And it was a theatrical cut, which mm-hmm. I prefer the director's cut, but whatever. It's just... It's on. And I kept... I, I couldn't watch it in the background, Eugene. I couldn't do it. Every time I was trying to do it and trying to edit or trying to do something else on the computer, I just had to that music would kick in and I just, I do, I, I just have to turn and pay full attention 
because this movie is so damn good. And Gary Oldman is so amazing. And, and Jean Renault is incredible. And Natalie Portman is mind blowing. That movie is so fucking good. How did the guy that made that make Anna? Yeah. I, I just don't, I just don't get it. But I, 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 is it the restriction? Does he need the financial restriction? Cause in the nineties with film, maybe he had it, but it doesn't seem, I mean, it seems like he's doing whatever the hell he wants now. I, I mean, I'm sure he's not like George Lucas saying he has no, you know, no budget whatsoever, but, uh, Dude, you made one of the grittiest, most intense drama thriller assassin movies ever made. It's so good. Oh, man, I'm telling you, if you haven't watched The Professional in a while... I've got that on Blu-ray. That's a great movie. Fantastic. It's so good. Uh, Again, watched totally unintentionally. Okay, last round for you. Okay, so I finished up The Outsider, and... um... The second half of the show, as this is interesting, we've talked about this before, as with a lot of these like one season shows that are based on novels or or just a one season show, there's, there's usually like enough stuff in there that if they would just take five minutes out here and there or whatever, they might lose one whole episode, but it would be all the better for it. There was another show that, Oh, that we watched, maybe it was that Western that you watched and then I watched it after because it was really good, but there was like... Remember that? A Western show? Yeah, on Netflix. There was a Western show that was like maybe five episodes or something like that, but... Oh, I remember what you're talking about. I don't remember what it was called, but yeah, yeah. I agree. It could have been trimmed. Yeah. Well, this this too, um, especially there's... They, they changed things a little bit from the book. Not too much, uh, but there was a couple things that I'm like, oh, okay, I'm waiting for them to get to this big revelation that was in the book, and they do it differently in the movie, in the TV show, which was... It worked... And then when it was all said and done, I'm like, you know, I, I, I liked the book version better when they did it in the book version, but I'm like, it's more cinematic how they did it in here. I'm like, I get why they would do it this way, but it's really, really, really good. There was a couple, like I said, there, it felt a bit padded here and there, uh, especially the second half of this season or godless, godless. That's it. That's it. That was a pretty damn good show. Yes, it was. I agree, great. though. A little bit of padding, but that, yeah. that was a good show. Yeah. Um, great shootout towards the end of this. Great shootout. Um, yeah, this is a slow burn detective horror thriller. Great. Big, big thumbs up. I will own this on Voodoo for sure. Or Blu-ray. Actually, I could see myself getting the Blu-ray of this because this is one that I would like to rewatch sometime. But uh, Voodoo will be good enough. Uh, just get, get it on Voodoo. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I see that. Um, okay, that's The Outsider. I gave it four out of five. Yeah, so there's that. Inhuman Resources on the other end of the known universe. Let's talk about that. I, what is that? Oh, I, I fell into its trap. Um, Inhuman Resources from 2012. That's strike one. It's a horror movie from 2012 that is getting good reviews. Okay, well, why haven't I heard about it for eight years? But, you know... Because you haven't been back to that that horror website in eight uh, years. I'm like, oh, six captive workers, office workers, are chained to their desks by a deranged former regional manager, and they have to do things or they're going to get slaughtered, and it's gory and... Tom Savini helped with special effects or was an advisor or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Shouldn't have been in. Nope. Should not have checked that time card. 
Um, Immediately, as soon as I hit play, I'm like, oh, here we go with the HD. Once he's clocked in, he can't clock out. I I can't. I I can't clock out. I'm going to get fired. (laughs) It's just overly lit. Immediately, it's overly lit. And I will say this, though. The gore that they did show was legit. It was really good in the only... Well, there's a twist, of course. Spoiler alert if you're going to not... Well, yeah. One of the guys that's chained up to the desk, he's actually the killer. <laughs> Saw, whatever. Um, oh, it's an hour and 33 minutes, and it just... Oh, talking and talking, and the guy that's that you think is the killer is making them do research, and they were all involved in a case, and... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, and on and on. Oh, it's like, and you see where it's going. And But then there's a little bit of gore, so I'm like, ah, I'm still clocked in. <laughs> not getting paid overtime, but I'm clocked in. Still going to do this. Uh-huh. Oh, I did it all right. I, <laughs> so I banged one out and rolled credits and it got one and a half stars. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awful. Yeah. I, I, Oh, anything yeah. else you want to talk about? Um, there was. Oh, th- did I did I review the Annihilators then? The Charles E. Sellier movie from last. I, I hinted at. I I remember I brought it up last week about the VHS. You haven't in the last two weeks. Okay, so I got the I got the Arrow Blu-ray of that, and it's it's totally worth it. I this the is, Annihilators. Yes. This is the one where if you'd see the cover, it's like they got three Vietnam-looking dudes. And on the cover with, you know, big muscle-bound dudes, which they're not in the movie. <laughs> so that was uh, a little bit of false advertising. But it's kind of the A-team, kind of, these Vietnam guys. And one of them ends up getting killed in a in a robbery at a little convenience store. And so his buddies come back to Death Wish-style the town. So, and they got... It's kind of like Death Wish 3, but not quite as crazy. Uh, but uh, it's it's interesting. And actually, what's even more interesting than the movie itself is the Arrow booklet that came with the Blu-ray, and it talks a little bit about Charles E. Sellier, who he directed Song That Deadly Night. He only directed one other movie, and then he was involved heavily with Bigfoot TV show, big like stuff like that, Grizzly Adams or whatever. Um, but I guess this guy was like a born again Christian, <laughs> and. And then I see these two movies, and I'm like, huh. And for the first time, I, I never knew this, but they actually talk about Silent Night, Deadly Night in the, the little booklet that came with it. And they make mention that he didn't direct the the harsh scenes in that movie. Like, he had someone else direct the the nudity, gory bits. So he knew that it was going to happen, but he just didn't do it himself. Yeah, he just didn't do it. Like it was basically, he was a gun for hire on that one and this movie here. And it's... Because this is a very, very R-rated movie, as obviously as Son that well, Son that Dylan, it's unrated, but it's just like one of the most mean-spirited, nasty slasher movies of all time was directed by a born again Christian that wouldn't do it. To, it's interesting. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this crazy. booklet was. I guess this booklet was worth the price alone. I didn't. That's I. I thought that I knew everything that there was to know about Son that Dylan night, but I'm like that I did not know. Wow. So cool. anyway, but it's it's a fun mid '80s like. The death, the death wish movies are better, but it fits right into that Charles Bronson, Chuck Norris type 
low budget eighties action movie. Did you nice. Reagan era action movie? Cool. Uh, okay, coming soon for me, I've got Superman, Red Sun, Wonder Woman, Bloodlines, Keanu Reeves in Replicas. Looks terrible, but I got it for free, so I guess I'm gonna watch it. Uh, Midway, which you liked that one, right? Yeah, it was okay. Hard Target 2, which Didn't. I think you had on the roulette, but it was free for making a universal account or something. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, sign up now and get one, get a free movie, and then they give you the five free movies you have the options of. It's like, I guess I'm taking Hard Target 2 for the rest of my life. That's <laughs> what I'm doing, because these other movies are bonnet movies and bullshit I'll never watch. Uh, a movie called Cash, which I want to talk about. Okay. Mm, what else have I seen recently? Um, some VHS movies with the kids. Uh, Burt Kreischer's new stand-up. Uh, VHS called Marooned, which is a sci-fi movie from back in the day, an Oscar winner. And I'm going, I, I feel a little bit of a, uh, VHS tear coming on because I've been watching a couple VHSs and I pop them in. I just like wait and wait and wait. And then I, uh, maybe I'll put this on in the background. I pop it in. And I'm like, oh, that's some good grit right there. That's some good grit. I like it. <laughs> I need to do more of this. <laughs> so I got to get some of these things checked off, uh, and put away into storage. What about you? Um, well, uh, Hudson carried in the vinegar syndrome package. So we got some hell riders coming up and Malabimba, the malicious horror, uh, Olivia, uh, which is a Yuli Lamel movie. Um, I think this was actually known as Frozzy, I think. Um, but yeah, Yuli Lamel directed, uh, the boogeyman, and uh, the really, really good Devonsville Terror. So I can't wait to watch this. Um, what else? Deadline. Something called Deadline from... Oh, when did this movie come out? Um, 1980. Ooh, 1980. Okay. All right. So anyway, that's the Vinegar... And then, there, and then there's a couple other titles included in that Vinegar Syndrome package that... Uh, okay. Anyway, what else? Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, Dawn of the Dead 2004. I've been wanting to rewatch that one because we are living in that right now, pretty much. So I'm going to watch that. Not where I live. Everybody's still out and about. And it's fine. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Not here. I mean, the shelves are empty. Just of stupid random things. I was like, what is missing from this shelf? So I went and looked at the tag. Spam. The spam is sold out, Eugene. Oh, they sold out God. the spam. I mean, the, the Walmart brand spam is still there, but the... The name brand spam is gone. It's not... Uh, anyway. I'm, I wasn't there to buy spam, but there wasn't a slice of bread in that place. Really? Not a slice of bread. And the TP, I was like, it's c completely gone. Walked down to the very end, they got the Walmart brand four pack for 50 cents a pop. So I bought three of them, like, because I was there to buy one normal pack of shitter paper. Yeah. Because I'm not a hoarder. I yep. keep my house fairly stocked anyway. But, uh... Whole aisle. No paper towels, nothing. Completely blanked. <sighs> yep. <laughs> no, no spam. No. <laughs> there was plenty of broccoli. All the broccoli was still there. But, but spam's uh, gone. Spam's gone. <laughs> uh, what are people going to do once this actually does blow over and they realize that they have like 50 cans of spam in their pantry? They're going to try and return it because that's the kind of fucking people they are. Yeah. And I don't want to be sizest. I understand people have weight issues and whatnot, but when I was there, 
I was behind a string of four to five hundred pound people riding their carts, just shoveling in anything that they could find. Oh, come on. It was, it was, I have never seen that many large people in my life in one place. And they still somehow beat me to the register. I was behind all of them. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, just, uh, and, and their helpers, you know, their kids who are equally as big, but can still waddle. And <laughs> do we need breadsticks, Ma? Yep. Uh, and uh, buy five of them. Like, what are you doing? Oh, it's insane. It's, it's maddening. It's absolutely maddening. Yeah. Oh, and my uh, my buddy Stephen Maynard are going to be coming up next Friday. Um, finally, it's good. Social distancing. Yep. It's good. So <laughs> we're <laughs> from Tusk County, where they're yeah, and Stark County getting together. That's good. You guys both yeah. have. You're both surrounding me in Holmes County. We don't have any yet, but we're surrounded. Yeah. We're all the way surrounded with mm-hmm. cases confirmed. Yep. So thanks for that. Yep. You you are very very welcome. We're gonna. <laughs> We were going to spit in cups and throw it out the window so we can pollute everybody up and down 77 mm-hmm. there. <laughs> yeah. And, and a one, and a two, and a three. Oh, man, a dry one again. There it is. You have to purse your lips, sir. It's like a oh, trumpet. Man. You have to purse your lips. It is a queef out the nose. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, what else you got? You're you're on <sighs> super just... progressive. They're super progressive this this week. Oh yeah. I, what, what do you got? Yeah. What do you got next? Um, I... Next up, Eugene will be watching Song of the South. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. bad about that one. <laughs> and something that oppresses women. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am. I'm all done. I'm spent. Please stop before yeah, it's just something I, I, else. I'm shutting up. I'm done. <laughs> I am. I am closing down. I mean, things are just turning off and smoke out the ears and tilt. And would you just like to apologize for this episode now? Or? Yes, for the yeah <laughs> discriminatingly queefy comments. <laughs> that didn't make it better. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's coming back. This show is just, it, it's its a disease. <laughs> uh, it's whinnying like a horse. <clears throat> oh, the brown. It's brown with snot and coffee. Oh, man. <clears throat> oh, man. What is sitting beside my computer right here, ready to watch? <laughs> yeah. 28 mm-hmm. weeks later. All right. Uh, <laughs> seriously. Uh, <coughs> oh, I mean, sorry, it's good. <laughs> why did you make, why did, why did you make that sound like you're going to swallow it? <laughs> oh, see, I'm laughing. Oh, so you that, asshole. That just gets the, oh, the... The sinus is draining, and oh, and I drank a whole big a bunch of coffee, and now it's just coming up through my nasal passage, and along with other folks. If you could see what I see, if you could see, is it, it's more, it's more of a visual story than it is an audio, and I that's saying something. Uh huh. I I almost lost my cookies on that one. Yeah, you made this sound like you were gonna swallow it, <laughs> but nope, it it. 
It just slowly slid out. <laughs> oh. Please tell me you do this in front of Stephen Maynard when you're watching movies. No, I'm a little bit more refined. Great. So, <laughs> so glad I get... Oh, I just get the raw, unbridled Eugene. Oh, you do. You just get the... Oh, uh, yeah. Hour 40, we gotta wrap it up. There you, go, you get the bareback version. I do. <laughs> I, get the, I get the prison love version of oh, Eugene. You do. You do. Just... <laughs> Soap drop in shower, bend over, and here I come, literally. <laughs> oh, there's might have, might have lathered it up with some zest or something, Ooh. but that's about all you're getting for the Actually, room. I got a cup full of stuff that should be used oh, as... Don't do that! <laughs> Acted like he was going to drink it. Slimy brown. Quit looking at it! What uh, is wrong with you? It's like it's like a, a slug that's melted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eugene Weaver. <laughs> I'm Eric Marner. <laughs> Catch See you in a couple side. days, I guess. Yep. <laughs> oh, here another one comes. I. We'll end with this. <laughs> here it is. Oh. <laughs> Hit stop. <laughs> Hit stop. Okay. Ooh. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.